What's up guys? Welcome to episode number 58 of Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about the daily movements of the Indian markets, specifically Nifty, Bank Nifty and a few other stocks in my watch list. If you're looking for more informational content rather than analytical content, then I've got two things for you. In fact, I've got three things for you. The very first is this new series that I've started Hashtag basics with KR and I'm using the hashtag so that uh, it's easier for me to filter through any posts that are there related to that. So basics with KR is one and that is mostly in podcast form right now. So you'll see it a few episodes before this one. The next way to get more informational content is via my Instagram, which is at Indian Markets with KR. And the next uh, way to get more informational content is via my Twitter, which is at Markets with KR. So that's honestly the best way to reach me also. So if you've got any suggestions, if you want to tell me something, if you want to request something, that's the best way to reach me. So now that we're done with that, I actually wanted to give you guys a little update. And uh, this is unrelated to the markets completely. And it's it's actually quite cool because... This I I when I started uh, with this podcast I I took a random notebook and I started noting down uh, my talking points uh, you know starting from the back of this book and the book is uh, my wealth management notebook from college so uh, it's it's crazy to me that I started it from the very ending and now I've come to the point where. Uh, you know the the fair work has started so basically you know uh, I've completely exhausted that notebook so that's pretty crazy and uh, purely to celebrate that thing because you know it's, it's a pretty cool thing uh, for me uh, I, I will add a different sort of uh, you know music after this uh, segment is ending so uh, the the other segment music will be normal because this one is too obnoxious but I just want to make sure that I add this little thing so when I'm looking back and when I'm hearing back at these episodes or rather if I am hearing back at these episodes I get to remember that sort of victory victorious thing so anyway uh, without further ado this is looks like this is another two two and a half minute uh, introduction but without any further ado we'll jump into the general theme then nifty then nifty stocks then bank nifty then bank nifty stocks and after that my trades so let's get started, shall we? Alright, with that obnoxious music dealt with, uh, the market's movement today was completely opposite to that obnoxious music and that obnoxious sound because, you know, unlike that loud and very energetic, victorious sound, it was the market's movement was actually very resisted and very cautious, very slow and almost lethargic. Uh, not completely lethargic, but quite lethargic if you look at some of the stocks such as Indigo and TCS, which only moved after a bit of time. So it's interesting to see how, uh, you know, completely dead they were for a bit and then they, they showed us some big moves. But Nifty, Bank Nifty, while they did show us some decent moves overall, uh, we we only saw around a 100 point range for nifty and for bank nifty it was um, approximately a 400 point range so very standard nothing out of the ordinary and considering that you know it almost looked like 
we were seeing the trend of uh, the past being continued that it's it's sort of tiptoeing and seeing whether it's comfortable here or not i mean 24 points down for nifty 113 points down for bank nifty are not big numbers we've seen uh, negative and positive days of of much larger numbers and of a much larger extent so this is honestly not that big of a deal in my opinion but we'll get to that and we'll get to the details of those things in the individual analyses of nifty and bank nifty so that was my general view and the general theme of the market that i saw most of my uh, watch list stocks and this time it was indigo tcs and aisha motors were rather they moved very interestingly indigo tcs both were positive slash mildly positive aisha motors was actually um nifty's top five loser for the day down 1.98 percent so we'll come to more on that in my trades also so this was my general theme for the day uh, very curious to know what you feel about the theme of the day so do let me know if you have anything to say and with that we can go ahead with nifty's analysis all right i know this is random i know this is out of sync but 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 i just forgot to mention this in my general view that uh, and i'll actually make made, made a note of it as well but i just forgot to read it and that is that perhaps why the market was so resistant and so cautious is because it might not have known how to react to the news clearly there was a lot of news i mean we we had that rcep thing uh, that india did not choose to get into that uh, free trade agreement and we had rbi revising the pay scale for ceos of banks possibly uh, you know the janta or the regular average people the average joe might not have known how to react to that piece of news which is why it was neither here nor there so that is a possibility and that is something that might have happened so i just wanted to include it here i know it's out of sync i know it's just randomly placed but i i'm recording this at the very end of the podcast so i'll just insert it with the general view so hope you guys don't mind this weird you know distraction thingy but i just wanted to let you all know all right so as far as nifty is concerned the very very first thing that uh, <clears throat> strikes me is that it has maintained that 11900 level the low for the day was 11861.90 the high for the day was 11978 and it closed minus 24.9 uh, 24.10 points closing at 11917 so to me what that says is that it's still comfortable at that 11900 levels in fact it has been since the past 2 days or so so that is good what is not good is that today was a negative day in fact even though it it opened with a gap up the open and the high were very very close and after that it pretty much fell sharply and from there it took support at one of the previous levels uh, i believe it was yeah it was a change in polarity support level at approximately 11860 and from there it jumped back up so that does show support at lower levels which is different from the resistance at higher levels which we uh, which we saw yesterday and the day before so that's good another observation is that it is still following that trend line and i've posted a picture of that trend line that i'm talking about on both twitter and instagram 
So do check that out. I wish there was a way to show images on podcasts. I know there is. I can just upload it on YouTube. I'd rather upload the podcast on YouTube, but that is not feasible for me right now. But in the future, I'm sure something like that will happen. Uh, as of now, there isn't a way. So Instagram uh, and Twitter is where you can find that image. And it's respecting that trend line very, very, very cleanly and neatly. So there's that. And judging by the distance between the 8ME line and the lower trend line, what I can gather is that it might it may either retrace for a bit approximately to between 11,500 to 11,300 or and this is based on uh, a broader term trend rather than just you know uh, the three four day or the one two week trend I'm talking about it right from 19th September so from 19th September to uh, 5th November which is today the move that we've seen has been very positive and it's been relatively linear except for a few hiccups here and there but if it does want to retrace from there and it should because that is just what we've seen in the past historically speaking it's it's retraced down to approximately those 50 or uh, 38.2 percent levels so if if you do not know if you aren't sure what that means the price level should approximately be between 11,550, 11,500 to 11,300 or so. So historically speaking, that is the approximate level that we we might see if uh, it retraces and it corrects for a bit, and then we might see it bouncing back up. Given the current circumstances, I do not feel that it will close strongly above 12,000 in this week. I do feel that it will close 12,000 in this year, possibly even in this month, but I don't think it is improbable that it closes above 12,000 in this week, unless we see some very strong news, unless we see some very strong movements by the underlying stocks, uh, by the underlying 50 stocks, we might at least a, a huge chunk of those 50 stocks anyway, we might not see a sustained close above 12,000 is what my reading is. And this is purely based on how hesitant it has been to, uh, you know, cross that 12,000 mark because in the swing high, in fact, I don't believe there has been a close or rather even a touch above 12,000 since July of this year. So it clearly shows that there's a lot of resistance. In fact, today's candle today's high, today's low, today's closes all below yesterday's candle. So that also indicates resistance where it's at on the weekly chart. And I remember I'd done something on the weekly chart and on the daily chart, it is in the resistance zone. And this resistance zone is actually a previous change in polarity. And it's coincidentally where it touched 12,000, I believe, or attempted to touch 12,000. And then from there, it just fell and it fell pretty sharply. So it is now at that level. It's at that 11,980, 11,960 level. And I, I believe I've mentioned this level in one of my previous episodes, I guess. It must be like, you know, uh, three, four weeks ago. Uh, because I don't think I've mentioned it in any of the recent ones. But this level is supposed to give you a lot of resistance. In fact, 11,978.95 does show that it, there was a lot of resistance. So that is my view on Nifty. Coming to the stocks of Nifty, coming to the day's gainers and the day's losers, Bajaj Finance was the day's gainer, 3.34% up, closing at 4,250.25.
and the volumes look pretty weak in fact it's got the weakest volumes of uh, the top five gainers for nifty but overall it does not look too bad by the looks of it it's at an all-time high which is great it has 20 ma support also rsi was above 60 which is great and now where it looks like you know it 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 basically opened above its previous resistance which is another sign that uh, it just wanted to break through that resistance and make an all-time high which is great uh, whether i feel it might go up or down i'd love to give you guys a decisive answer but the thing is where it's at i'm not too sure because there are a lot of gaps that it's created in the in the past few days so whether it fills them or it continues rising is really something we'll have to see based on how the intraday movements are. So that's the top gainer for the day, Bajaj Finance. The next gainer is Infratel. I believe this is the third day in a row that Infratel is on this list. And we can see that that support zone is quite possibly the only reason. I think I, think I googled uh, some news on Infratel today also, but I couldn't really find it. I'm not too sure uh, what's happening. But it's it's just crazy how uh, stupidly strong that support zone was. I think that it might just hit those 250, 252 levels where it's uh, currently at so around 30 more points. Not immediately. I'm not saying it, that'll happen tomorrow. I'm saying that it might happen before it sees some significant hurdle. And this is based on the the nearer term resistance levels. Nearer term meaning this year uh, in 2019. So that is Infratel, our second gainer for the day. The top loser for the day is Z Limited. I believe this is the second time in a row we're seeing Z Limited on this list. And the reasons are, well, I feel that that big move that we saw might have been slightly at an inflated price, which caused Z Limited to just dump and go down. Where it's at, it, it looks like it's retraced to that uh 61 no it's retraced to that 23.6 percent level so we might see that level giving it some amount of support if not it might just fall down further so again if you wanted to get into z limited the time was a few days back in fact it was a few weeks back now the time has gone unless we see some decisive news or some reassuring piece of news or uh, some you know decisive movements in the market so that's where z limited is at z limited is closing 3.7 percent down at 285.15 the next loser for the day is indus and bank down 2.3 percent closing at 1321 while it has maintained its 1300 level it is now below 50 ma 50 ma was a support yesterday it is now below 50 ma it's also below the eight moving average which is not good uh you know but it's it's not that that below so it, it might just end up giving some amount of support which is a good thing it also has uh trend line support which is another good thing but if it breaches those then it's it's just it's just going down 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 so uh Again, if if you're looking at getting into Indusin Bank, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then tomorrow, or rather in the coming days, as the market moves, as the prices move, you can take a decision. Uh, where Nifty is at, again, Nifty closed 11,917, 23 advances, 27 declines, down 24 rupees. 
which is 0.2%. So that was Nifty. Now we'll jump to Bank Nifty. As far as Bank Nifty is concerned, a lot of the analyses for Nifty and a lot of the past analyses for Bank Nifty is still holding true. In terms of today's movement, what we saw was that after that spinning top, it did fall down a bit. In fact, it is down 113.25 points, closing at 30,219.85. The high was 30,452, which is a good thing. However, the low was at 30,091. That is not a good thing, and I'll tell you why. The reason for that is because that shows that there was some amount of intention to possibly test those 30,000 levels. And I know it's not nearly as close as, as close to 30,000 as it should be to properly test those levels. But the very fact that it did go below 30,100 is alarming on its own. While Nifty was able to hold that 11,900 level, Bank Nifty has been unable to do that. In fact, it should have probably held on to that 30,400 level, 30,300 level as it has been doing but it slipped below that and it in fact tested an even lower level which is not a good thing as i said what might have been the reason for this could be that it was looking for supports lower down it ended up eventually getting support from a previous consolidation candle and a previous gap which is a good thing However, it looks like it's trying to reach and trying to touch that ATAMI line because we've seen that in the past. And this may not be such a bad thing because we've seen it sort of kiss that ATAMI line and then just shoot up for a decent move. I'm talking like, you know, 300, 400, 500 points. And if that happens, we might see it crossing that 30,200 level where it's at easily. Um, and in the past, where whenever it's happened, it's actually gone a bit gap down and then from there it's shot up so that might be something that we see again a lot of it depends on the individual banks the underlying banks of bank nifty which is why there really isn't a lot of uh, content for me to talk about because ultimately a nifty bank nifty will somewhat move in the same direction today we saw both were negative by different extents but largely similar patterns b a few banking results. Uh, we saw banking results today. We'll come to that later. Uh, see, in general, where they are at is largely similar, which is why it honestly does not make sense, uh, you know, talking a lot about Bank Nifty because ultimately the market will move the way it wants to and the market will move in tandem with uh, the rest of the market, generally speaking, in this case, which is why uh, I'm cutting Nifty Bank's analysis a bit short. And jumping into Bank Nifty's top gainers, the top gainer for the day was my favorite stock. Well, one of my favorite, one of my two favorite stocks. The other one is Tata Motors, which unfortunately we haven't been seeing a lot. In fact, I, I don't remember what's happened to Tata Motors. I'll just do a quick check to see what's happened because I'm really curious now. Uh, it's almost as if I've forgotten that stock, but that is not the case. I still love and adore it very much. Um... It's still at 172. It's actually consolidated quite a bit, which is probably why we haven't seen that. Since we are on Tata Motors' topic, looks like it's sort of preparing to test that 8MA line at 165 or so, 
let's see what happens tomorrow but more importantly coming back to the topic at hand which is yes bank 2.15% up closing at 68.30 and in my notes i've mentioned that this was probably a junjun wave because junjunwala picked up a massive stake massive for us retail investors and retail traders for him for a guy with a portfolio his size it's like 1 2% so that's I wouldn't call it peanuts but it's peanuts for him so uh possibly because of that uh you know sort of uh, uh you know euphoria we might we might have seen the prices increasing by 3.25% it's great for him because he invested and it's already up by a fair bit so uh he's probably out celebrating or he probably expected it there is an unusual analysis which i or rather an unusual observation which i had uh, for yes bank and that is if you look at the most recent three candles on the daily chart it looks as if it's a man because we see a positive candle a negative candle with a gap down a positive candle with a gap up so it looks like two eyes and one nose so do check that out if you want a quick giggle out of it but that is where yes bank is standing i'm not i'm not going to really talk about it because it it honestly depends a lot on uh a ton of a ton of factors where yes bank moves in general i had mentioned that it was at a support level which was why i was talking about it so much but it's it's clearly shot up a lot since then so that's where yes bank is our top gainer for the day the next gainer is sbi bank up uh, up 1.5 a uh, 1.5% closing at 319 rupees and it it looks like there were some very very good moves by yes by sbi bank but i'd still say I'd, i'd still say stay alert because there is a lot of resistance uh, where it's at and we we've, we've seen this almost sudden uh, positive move so whenever that happens you have to be slightly cautious to make sure that uh, you know things don't turn the other way around too quick which is why stay alert if you're into a sbi or if you want to get into sbi and in the worst case scenario we might just see it retesting that 300 level possibly at 305 or so or maybe even below so that is where sbi is our second gainer for the day coming to the top loser we've got down 5.28% pnb bank closing at 64.60 and it just took a massive dump and the, the reason for this might be because of its results which were not too good so that that might have been uh, you know the reason why it fell down by so much and the thing is you know the market will always sense how the result will be or rather it will always attempt to sense where how the how the result will be and depending on that it may move positively or negatively so clearly the market was or might have been expecting a down or a negative result for pnb which is why it actually went down by 5.28% so that is where pnb is at in fact just yesterday we were talking about just how good pnb's bank pnb bank's movements were in fact uh not not yesterday I'll, I'll, anyway in one of the previous episodes either way so uh it was on epi- it was on episode number 56 so two episodes before we were talking about how smooth and how linear pnb bank's movements were but that was not the case today 
because it just took a massive dump the next uh the next gain the, the next loser for the day is federal bank down 4.41% closing at 84.5 again this also took a massive dump i don't know for what reason i was looking for some news based events also because technically speaking it did not look that bad but it did end up just going down and now pnb and federal bank are around supports but a bit away from them so possibly some correction or some here and there and then we might see uh, a reversal hopefully but that's where they're at and with that uh, it's time to uh, wrap up bank nifty and jump right into my trades all right so jumping into my trades the very first trade that i took was indigo i managed a 2.94% roi on that and that's because of the support that it showed on i believe the first or the second candle for the day so indigo i went long the stock and i got approximately 2.94% return on it which is good oh sorry it's a minus 2.94% return on it so i lost money on that one i also took another indigo and this was not consecutive i took it after a bit and on that indigo position it was again equity uh, and i longed it i was able to get a 6.35% positive return on it which is good uh, at least i was able to recover the previous uh, uh, you know the previous negative 2.94% which is great in my opinion uh, for me the next trade that i took was tcs and i know you've been seeing tcs a lot on my podcast uh, or rather in in the my trade section but that's because i just see opportunity in that stock and which is why i went long tcs and it paid off 18.41% roi so that's also great uh, the next trade that i took was not a good one and that was aisha motors I had spoken about Aisha Motors in the intro or in the general view of this podcast that hey Aisha Motors one of my trades was in the top 5 losers list of Nifty it's down 1.98% closing at 21310 and I paid the price minus 17.35% and minus 4.1% because I took two Aisha trades both of them failed uh, but hey that that's that's how it is what matters for me as i've said uh, in the previous episodes also is that i was able to meet my target of having a net positive day which is good uh whether that happens tomorrow or not i'll try my best of course but either way you're going to find it out uh, tomorrow in tomorrow's episode so stay tuned for that with that i'm going to leave you on that and with that i'll be squaring off today's episode and uh Happy trading for tomorrow.